those were the sounds from Kiev last night as the bombing began and the invasion of Ukraine in earnest began, even though it began two days ago from Russia. Vladimir Putin making his moves, reports of casualties already uh, coming in, both civilian and military. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Great to be with you here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, and a conference that very normally is all about who's going to run, what's the messaging, who's the candidates, what are the subjects, who are we avoiding, what's, what is not working, what... You've got war on the mind. What is it that we're seeing? What is the United States' response? Do we have a responsibility to Ukraine? Do we have an understanding of the history of the area to be able to properly understand how we should be reacting and interacting? Major Mike Lyons joins us right now, retired United States Army West Point graduate and military analyst. Uh, I know you were up late last night watching the latest, and the, and the news is still unfolding, of course, Ukraine, quite a few hours ahead of us. So nightfall is just slowly starting to begin there. What is the latest? What moves did Vladimir Putin make in this invasion? Tony, great to be with you. A multi-pronged attack, similar to the things that we talked about coming from the north in Belarus. I, I think a lot of it had to do with the plan of there's a large river that separates uh, Ukraine, the Dnepr River that they had to have troops on the other side of that if they felt that they were going to take the whole country. In the south, in Odessa, along the coastline there, we saw uh, rocket and artillery attacks as well as then all across that eastern border. So um, what, I, what I'm noticing now, though, it's not necessarily the shock and awe that I fully expected. I, the, the, um, you know, by, by this point in time, I would expect a lot more, let's say, ordinance to have been dropped in, in, in the, some of the built-up areas. But, like we said, it looks like the target is the Ukraine military. You saw uh, weapons depots and, and uh, uh, air bases and the like, all those were attacked last night in kind of a precursor. And that a lot of it has to do with the fact that Ukraine's a big country, and it's going to take them a while to roll those tanks through uh, to where they want them to go. And I, so I think that um, I, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. I thought I would have seen a little more what I, what I just call you know, kind of maneuver warfare that would take in place, but it looks like the Russians are, might be getting bogged down a little bit, and I think that's got to be worrying Vladimir Putin from a momentum perspective. Let's take a step, because this actually started with more cyber attacks. We saw them happen about a week ago, cyber attacks on military uh, installations and on banks. We saw more cyber attacks uh, take place uh, yesterday. That was the precursor to uh, the shelling that, that we've seen. You're stating that you're seeing this happening in military areas, of course, trying to soften up any resistance that could happen. But what gives you a, a, the thought that you're seeing things be bogged down? Well, I, you know, you're seeing the fact that uh, some vehicles have been destroyed. There's, you know, the good pictures, and, and just like we said, that this is going to be televised. There's going to be a lot of people getting this information back out to the internet. But I've just seen too many pictures. I you know, saw, saw a helicopter shot down. I mean, that uh, that's really very unusual that uh, that that took place. Now, maybe it was a malfunction. Maybe something else happened there with the amount of vehicles that are being deployed. Things are going to happen. Um, but I, I, again, I thought that I would see. Uh, a little more chaos in certain cities and certain places um, that you're really not seeing. And it, it is because they're going after those military targets. Like I said, they want to attack the Air Force when the planes are on the ground. They don't even want to let them get out of the sky. Similar, they're running the playbook from 1991. They're running the playbook from 31 years ago that we did in Desert Storm and attacking the, the military outposts first before they decide to, I think, maneuver in earnest uh, into the country. Talking to Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army West Point graduate, military analyst. 
bogged down is not something at this stage that I believe that Vladimir Putin is worried about. He still has a plan. As you're seeing this play out, I made the argument that there is no way Vladimir Putin is going west of Kiev. And last week I started saying it's possible he goes west of Kiev. It seems pretty clear to me that Putin is playing a bit of all or whatever he can grab strategy. And if he can push it to close to the Polish uh, uh, to the Poland border, he's going to do it. Yeah, I think so. I I don't think there's any question about that. And he's going to come right up to that uh, that NATO boundary. I think we're going to do the right thing by reinforcing the Polish uh, military and the Polish army, who's really been a better NATO ally than Germany has been over the past 20 years and since they joined. I think we also then have to look at the Baltics. I mean, that's the place where he could really test NATO. Um, those three countries to the north, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, are a key terrain for him uh, as he has access to the Baltics and, and what he wants to do with his, with his Navy and his strategic weapons that are up there. So that, that's the place where it gets triggered. And um, we also one thing, we also got a warning yesterday from a Russian leader that we hadn't gotten since the Cold War, and that was literally threatening America. That was I was pretty shocked at that, which leads me to believe that what's the deterrence? So it's it's not necessarily mutually assured destruction at this point, but what's going to keep us from going back on that? That's pretty embarrassing, I think. Now, when we have a Russian leader telling the United States, you sit, basically sit down, shut up, and um, don't get involved with yeah, this. Yeah, the, the message was very strange. What I took from that, so the, so the message I'm paraphrasing here was if, if you interfere, uh, you will see a response to the likes of which you've never seen before, right? That was, yeah, the, yeah. that was the message. What struck me about that was that that's something that Biden has been saying. I thought it was weird because Putin is so good at the propaganda, so good at the wordplay, to utilize the same words that Biden has used and to see how they have not worked seemed awkward to me. Like it's it, something that wasn't vetted. It wasn't, it wasn't gone through a channel as if this is what we should say. Someone kind of got ahead of themselves. That was my take. From his perspective, you think that's interesting. I, you know, I just think that uh, that's Khrushchev level, you know, we will bury you type comment. Um, and, I, and to me, it shows more or less that our administration is, just doesn't really know what's kind of going on. I saw a couple of different things last night, too, about insiders not having a lot of confidence in, in this our national security um, infrastructure right now you know, to make the right decisions. But, but I, I really looked at that as, um, you know, he, he potentially, you know, we could, we could see a missile. You know, the bottom line is they've got much more capability at, the, at that, that medium-level missiles that, that can be inner theater. They, you know, a missile could wind up in some Western European city, uh, London, Paris, uh, you know, Berlin, pretty quickly now, given the capability that Russia has. Well, let's not let's not get into in, into that yet. That 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 could be theory. That could be possible. But I don't want to play too deep in, into those theories just yet. Talking to Major Mike Lyons, retired United States Army West Point graduate. Let us get into a little bit of history, and the history conversation goes as follows. Ukraine, 1991, gained their independence, if you will, from mm-hmm. the Soviet Union. They end up with somewhere around 1,700 nuclear warheads. And we, the United States, along with others, convinced them to denuclearize. Do we now owe them our protection? Is the United States obligated in a military way to back up, support, and fight for Ukraine. 
Tony, I think that was an implied task back in the day. But, but the bottom line is Ukraine didn't really develop them. They didn't really have the capability to launch them. They didn't have what we'll call the PAL codes. Um, the Russians have a very similar system to us when it comes to launching nuclear weapons, two-man control, um, similar to what you see in movies in terms of two keys. Uh, it's not possible for one person to launch a nuclear weapon. And that's not to say two people can't collude and do it, but the point is it's designed to be, you know, red team, blue team that way. So, so the, the that Ukraine had back then were, were not in their, their control. They had no capability of really launching them. They, they just kind of had them. They didn't develop them. So I, I think that's a little bit of a, a false analogy in that, um, you know, they didn't develop them. They were put there by Russia on purpose from a, from a distance perspective. It was closer to Western Europe at the time during the time of the Cold War. So all Russia did was take back what was theirs. Now, if I flip the page a little bit, the reason why Poland threatened to join NATO and why they ended up joining is because they basically also said, if we don't get into NATO, we're going to develop our own nuclear weapons. And I think that was one of the reasons that, that put Poland into NATO a lot faster than some of the other countries. That's the issue. If the country develops the nuclear weapons, that's more of the, of the challenge than it is if they just kind of had them. And Ukraine just kind of had them. They, did, they didn't develop them. Well, I... I think that that subject is starting to get really talked about, not on the political right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there, there are, there, certainly, I don't see anybody rushing to, hey, let's, let's have troops on the ground. And I am not one of those people. But there is an argument to, you know, we, we kind of set this up. Clinton set this up. We're, we're, ju- we're just leaving them there. This, there. There is a large back and forth happening. We're going to check in with you, possibly even later today, to get more updates on what's going on. Major Mike Lyons, M-A-J Mike Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S, M-A-J Mike Lyons on Twitter. So follow him uh, there. I appreciate taking the time to be with us.